0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. I got. I got to say something. I told you guys about my new chair that I got from my office. God, is it magical? No more te- cheap chairs, man. No more cheap chairs. My back is thanking me. Just gonna throw that out there. But we do have a big show in store. For you tonight, Dan Fitzgerald is hired as the recruiting coordinator. I've got some more information nobody's really put out. Um, We will talk about Dan Fitzgerald, what his roles will be. Yes, he will be the recruiting coordinator. He will take on other tasks. We will talk about Dan Fitzgerald. Let's start off with, with football, and let's start off with UCLA. Why I think LSU, the main reason why I believe after watching UCLA film last night, why I believe... LSU can blow out UCLA to start off the season if everything goes right. We might have Rafino's rants. The media has turned on Ed because they're Rudy Poos, and they won't leave Ed Orzron alone. They would rather talk about snakes in them all. But we're going to talk about that, about people flipping on Ed as the Rudy Poos that they are. Uh, also, name, image, and likeness. There's a false narrative around name, image, and likeness We'll touch on that and mental health. I wanted to talk about it last night if we can get to it. It's a topic that I'm really passionate about. Um, maybe we'll get into um, something that I've dealt with playing college athletics and sports. Um, nothing too serious, but something that I've dealt with. People are—I've seen people online making fun of it, uh, but I really want to to touch on that tonight if we can. If not, we'll touch on it tomorrow. But but we do got to get to a couple things. Uh uh <laughs> we gotta get to a couple comments around here. Stan Polkey firing off the top. We gotta get to some comments before we pay the bills. Stan Polkey says, let's go. He also says you can't spell Omaha without Jay Johnson. <laughs> I gotta be honest. My buddy Stan, he's been all over. Uh uh, all over Jay Johnson. Loves him. Uh let's see. He had a big hire tonight. Uh, we'll get to the Chad Kaye stuff. I've seen some people asking. I don't, I don't think he'll take the volunteer position. Um, look, if it's not Kaye, I like Dan Fitzgerald. Dan, we'll talk about that though. We'll talk about that. Um, it's, it sucks. I hate it for my guy, man. But look, Dan Fitzgerald is a, it, it, I mean, you can't get much better, bro. I mean, like you can't get much better than Dan Fitzgerald. Uh, Brad says, and we are live. And Ryan Thibodeau says, and we are live. Yes, we are Father, Matthew Christopher bear says, are, are you allowed to say what brand that chair is? I got a new office this week and I need improvement. Uh, Father DM me, I'll get you the chair. I, I want to be careful with that. Thank you for asking. Thank, thank you, Father, for asking. The man that blesses our show. We can't get a good show off without Father Abare. Father Abear. we had our lowest view total last Thursday when you didn't comment. Every time you comment our our numbers keep going through the roof you're you, you know you're blessing a brother. <laughs> I appreciate it, Father. I'll get that over to you and Paul Bat says coach Kelly and day and David wells same guy I saw that I thought that was pretty accurate and pretty funny all right let's do this let's pay some bills let's get to all your comments let's talk about Dan Fitzgerald and others and other things, but we'll and we'll get to that. None better. Guys, I had a call today from a buddy of mine, works in Baton Rouge, said he job, jumped over, over to GM uh, Varndo and Sons, been having a lot of automotive uh, uh, dealings, problems, got a new vehicle. Some of the computers were mixed up, couldn't get to the dealership in time. They were able to get him in and out, and he's fixed and ready to go, didn't have to break the warranty or anything like that. So GM Varndo and Sons and our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire cells. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992 with 63 years of experience. And not just, just the experience, but great experience with our highly trained technicians. Nobody's going to do a better job for you. 2,500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs. Louisiana, that's G.M. Varno and Sons, again, 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS. Since you own by our good friends over at BetOnline.ag, guys, the summer months are heating up. So is BetOnline.ag. If you saw Floyd Mayweather in his last fight against one of the Paul brothers came out with a BetOnline.ag mask on, it's because they are the most innovative and upfront and most explosive mobile betting line service in the market today. Go over to betonline.ag, use that mobile device, get 50% off your first welcome bonus. Tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino sit you on by, you want to do parlays, you want to do the NBA Finals, the Suns look like they might win this thing if, if Milwaukee can't get together. Again, betonline.ag will have all that for you. Sign up today. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Uh, Chase Orgeron says it's Rudy Poo that the band can't go. Yeah, if you didn't see Jocks Set um, broke a story today that the band can't go to UCLA. They're blaming it on COVID. Got, they said they don't have the money. Yeah, whatever. Okay, that's that. F- Father A uh, you know, look, it's bullshit. Father A forgive me, but it's bullshit. Okay, um. <laughs> It's not true. It's just not true. You got the money. So tired of hearing them say that. Uh, Kenny says you can't spell Omaha without Mike Bianco. Yes, you. Oh, yes, you can. You can spell a lot of times for Mike Bianco. Chelsea said there's a GoFundMe for the band. Yeah, I saw that. Just really crazy. Um, look, I hope they can. Um, they can get him. All right, let's talk about Dan Fitzgerald, guys. I'm really. Um, there's two things, uh, with this that I want to go about one, number one, you guys know that I have pushed for my good friend, Chad Kaye. I thought he was an individual that could come into Louisiana, come into LSU and recruit. He's a good hitting guy. He's good with infielders, something that Jay Johnson needed. Um, I was hoping that he would have hired someone from the state and someone that's recruited to the Southeast. That's, that was my preference. Unless he could get somebody of equal value and somebody that can that can recruit and teach. Now there are some things that I found out about uh, uh, the Dan Fitzgerald hired. He will coach third base. He will coach. He will handle the infielders. He will be the recruiting coordinator. Something interesting about Dan Fitzgerald. He is an electric recruiter. Now I don't know if Chad Kaya I haven't spoke to him or anything like that uh, in the in the last twenty four hours. I don't know if he would take an unpaid position. Um, something about Dan Fitzgerald, though, he's just a, as an explosive recruiter. There's a couple of stats that I think are just eye-opening. Eye 30, uh, 30 players under Fitzgerald have been drafted into the MLB, and among those 30 players, 11 have been in the top 10 rounds. To give you an idea how small Dallas Baptist is in the university, speaking of GM Varno and Sons, our good friend Trey Varno tweeted this out too in my in my prep. Uh, for the show, we had this that in. The They're a very small university. They have around 2,800 students. So the funding, the budgeting is not large. And what he's able to do to get those kids to Dallas Baptist, a really good baseball program, not as explosive as LSU, not even close to being explosive as LSU. BRCC <laughs> has more people enrolled at their school than Dallas Baptist does. So to give you the idea of how just massive this guy has been in recruiting. Now, there were some polls taken by D1 Baseball, Kendall Rogers, and others that said he was the seventh best assistant coach in the country. By the way, in that poll, no LSU coach came up under Paul Maneri, not Nolan Kane. I think Nolan Kane was maybe in the the high 90s, I think it was, um, or something to that effect. But then, you know – I mean, come on. So this guy has recruited the Southeast. He's had to recruit all across the country. He's had to recruit Texas, and I like to fit. So we we do know that, uh, or I do know, and I'm telling you, that um, Coach Dan Fitzgerald will coach third base. Look, it kind of also shows you what Jay Johnson wants to do. Again, he's going to put this emphasis on having a recruiting mindset like it's football. That's just how he's going to go about it. That's how he's going to recruit, and he's not throwing any punches. He's going to recruit Dan Fitzgerald, who's an electric recruiter, or guy is going to recruit really hard. I like to hire. I like to hire a lot. Uh, there are some people that I've seen that have messaged me that are upset that they didn't hire someone from the state of Louisiana. I understand that. Like, I've had a couple of high school baseball coaches that have texted me saying that they were kind of scratching their heads about the Dan Fitzgerald hire. They thought he could have used someone with more of a Southeast feel. Because you don't have to be from the Southeast to be electric. I mean, you got guys like uh, uh, Skip Berkman. who who was from Michigan. Nick Saban. I mean, look, you've had a lot of coaches that have had success, and not just at LSU, but have never stepped or coached inside a state that have been electric. Look at uh, Urban Meyer in Florida. Never been to Florida. He goes there. He recruits. He's electric. I mean, this can be done. Pete Carroll, this can be done. And I know I'm going football, but it's just more we follow recruiting more on a football scale. This can be done. Now, there's a lot of relationships that need to be built from Jay Johnson, from this local the, the, this local brass. He No, college, no high school coach in, in the state right now knows Jay Johnson worth the flying flip. I'm telling you because they're calling me. When I'm sitting here texting before a show, I had a coach, and he doesn't want to be named. That's fine. He's saying, I have no idea who any of these individuals are. By the way, I have a top five prospect in two classes from now. No idea nobody's reached out to me. Now that's going to change. They're going to do it because he's got a top five prospect. But you do have some individuals who have uh, tried to at the current moment. Tony Vitello, I know for a fact, and others that have come inside the state so far since LSU is are getting their staff that are recruiting Louisiana very hard. I know that Tony Vitello, for a fact, can confirm is recruiting Louisiana hard. Hopefully, Dan Fitzgerald, in this uh, announcement today, they can put an end to that and start beating him out and other coaches from inside the state, Mississippi State, and others, like guys like Jay Gautreaux, who also recruits the state. Uh, you got to have this. you got to build those connections very quickly, quickly. Although, that is maybe my a little bit of concern. Concern, not huge, but a little bit. I do like the simple fact that, that they got a guy who's recruited a lot and cru- uh, recruited really well. Um, let's get to a couple of these comments. Chase uh, oh, we talked about that. Paul Bats says, "My boy Brody Miller just went, uh, just won't get off the anti-O stance." Um, I'm going to come back to that one. I'm going to save that comment because I want to get to a couple of your uh, comments. I'm going to get back to that. The media. Look, I don't – at this point, let me just say this. I don't care if you like Ed Orgeron. I don't care if you love Ed Orzron. I don't care if you hate his flipping guts. The media has turned on Ed Orzron. Majority of them with a with a microphone have flipped on Ed Orgeron. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Adam Contreras says, Phil Knight going to drop six figs on Oregon players left and right. Uh, the first one it was yesterday. Guys, I don't know about that. Because we've had – look – Here's my thing about name, image, and likeness, and I and I'm just going to feel these questions as it, as they come in about name, image, and likeness, and the false image uh, about it, guys. We've had three years with this, guys. Florida introduced this bill three years ago and enacted that it would be uh, uh, they would go forth on July the first of 2021, which is already passed, guys. We've had this ready to go. If they're going to start dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars on Oregon players, he would have done it. I'm telling you now. You better – I'm telling you, guys like Ed Orgeron and Nick Saban start calling Phil Knight and says, hey, dog, you better back the frick up because we'll pull all of our money and everything that we have from Nike if you start – because, look, he's going to isolate himself. He can give money to one Oregon player. He ain't going to start going out and giving massive amounts of large amounts of money to multiple Oregon players Also, I talked to somebody with American Top Team. If you don't know who that is, Dustin Portier, who's fighting this weekend. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But American Top Team out of Florida, their booster, is supposed to be giving. um, And you guys know that we do the AYS Fight Club on Thursdays. There's the connection there just to. Because I'm not, you know, I don't have MMA connections like Matt Bricker does. Uh, I did talk to somebody from American Top Team today. I don't know if that's going to happen. He's still talking with compliance in Miami. Don't know if it's going to happen. Just telling you what what is coming out of American Top Team. Again, I don't know uh, what the progress has been made there. I, I don't have Miami sourcing. Um, I have a couple guys that are beat writers, but that I know pretty well. But other than that, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know uh, a lot of people in, inside of Miami. Uh, Casey Thibodeau sends us some stars via Facebook. Guys, I really appreciate it every time you send us stars via Facebook uh, and send us um, super chats on um, on YouTube. Let's see. Paul Bat says, Houston has 10 legit big league prospects each year. That they do. <laughs> Trey Varno says, I'm drunk cooking burgers. Okay. Well, you know, man, you might want to get drunk more often. Your sports takes are amazing. It's like we're thinking on the same mind. Uh, Paul also says Jane Johnson needs to go to Lake Charles and relook down the alma mater at Barb. Yeah, he does. I mean, there's a couple kids at Barb, some that are uh, one that's going to Mississippi State. That Look, Paul there guys, Paul, you cannot miss on the biggest – we would have wanted to fire we, – we fired Les Miles for, yes, yeah, stuff all, on the field, but because he was losing recruits from his own state, there was another reason why he got fired. The dude sucked. Edwards, Ryan. It took him a minute to lock the state down, but if he were starting to let number one recruits in his state out, you would fire him. I don't want. I do not want to hear Nolan King was the only guy. Don't want to hear it because Dan, uh, Dan Fitzgerald is going to be the only guy too, like it is everywhere else. So that's just my my thought on it. Uh, Ryan Timmons says, "Let the D. I'll go. I'll go DJ and play neck at UCLA. I like it. I like it." Um Josh says, what's up, Blake? What's happening, my man? Brandon Reese says Jay Johnson already making big time hires. I think I think he is. Guys, it's a solid hire. It's a really it's a it's a really explosive hire. Really good hire. Blaine Smith says, Boosie gonna send the band. Is he? He said he's sending the band? Wouldn't surprise me. They better play they better play Boosie music instead of right above it by Lil Wayne. You know, because that's her song. And Blaine also says Mulkey gonna set uh, get her get some of her players some nil money. We'll see. We'll see, guys. Again, let, let me, all right. I'll talk about name, image, and likeness here. Hypothetically, let's do the math here. Let me pull up my calculator. I was gonna wait to talk about this. There is a false narrative about name, image, and likeness because what what do we know right now? Less than a hundred players. Let's. I'm just gonna give you a hundred. Or give whoever a hundred. Let's just say there's a hundred players that have signed or are doing endorsement deals already. There's not a hundred, but let's act like there is. There's a 100, roughly hundred and thirty teams. Let's just call it hundred and twenty to make it even better odds. hundred and twenty uh, uh, team, uh, hundred twenty teams of D one in college football. Let's say each one of those teams has a hundred players, scholarship or walk walk on. So that's hundred twenty thousand players. So if you do 100, let me make sure I'm doing this right. That way I'm not messing up the math. 100 divided by 120,000, It uh, I did that wrong. I did that one absolutely wrong. 100 divided by 120,000 is, yeah, it's not even close to 1%. Not even close to 1%. Guys, the, the, the crazy thing about this. The absolute crazy thing about this, we're acting like name, image, and likeness has been such a big deal, and everybody, all these 18-year-olds are making massive amounts of deals. My calculator's not functioning for some reason, but do 100 times, divided by 120,000, and that's the number of percentage of football players that have gotten endorsement deals for name, image, and likeness, and we're saying it's such a big deal. Like, it's such a big deal. And then there's this fa- another false narrative. Well, and I've said this too, okay? But there is some layers to this. The bigger schools will get bigger. I agree with that. The smaller schools will get smaller. Okay, what do you think's been happening? What do you think's been happening in recruiting? You think the LSU in paying recruits $250,000 to come to their school? Because I know that they are. You know deep down that they are. Name, image, and likeness has a false narrative. When you don't have 100 kids that have signed big-time endorsement deals like it is in the NFL, like I've told you here, the big dogs will eat. The big players will eat. Derek Stingley with walk-ons, Spencer Radler with Raising Cane's, um, a couple of people doing the Jordan deals, but mostly the same kids and same individuals from top to bottom. There's going to be a lot of compliance and a lot of researching this before anything happens. Why it's why are we making more of a – name, image, and likeness is a big deal. Why are we making it more of a big deal when not even 1% of college athletes in football, my, I might add you. I'm just talking about football. I'm not even talking about all of college athletes and all of the sports all around. Name one basketball player that you, yeah, you got Master P that made $2 million from his dad's own company that gave him $2 million. Come on, man. Come on. Let's not act like, I mean, I'm not even going to count that one. I'm not even going to count that one. So all across sports, we only have a small a small percentage of, Of players, not even 1% of players, that are making large amounts of money. But we want to freak out about it. It's unreal. Let's see. I saw Ryan Thibodeau uh, put it in. There it is. Logan says uh, .00003%. There you go. There you go. I saw somebody else. I think it was .000083%. Regardless. Regardless of where it's at. Like, regardless, now get to the point where you're going to have to have 1%. Look at this. Look at this percentage. Oh, name, image, and likeness is such a big deal. So many kids are making money. No, they are not. And if they were, don't look at their money. Especially if you've been come on, man. Uh, Jack Davis says, I just want NCAA football back. I do, too. Talking about the video game. Talking about the video game. I just don't understand the false narrative, man. Uh, Ryan says that's at southeastern lacked on preparation with math. No, I, I wish I could show you my calculator. It's not giving. It's not giving me anything. So maybe my uh, mouse is dying. It literally won't let me type it in. It worked before. I don't know. Hopefully it didn't die on me. All right, Ryan Thibodeau gives us two dollars in the super chat. We appreciate that. He says point zero zero eight three 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 percent. Again, uh, Shane says I'm not freaking out, but eventually it will grow to ten and fifteen percent. And even if it does, even if it does, you got a long way to go, guys. Not even. Close to 2% of of guys have big-time endorsement deals in the NFL. What makes you think it's going to be different in college football? Yeah, maybe because of recruiting. It's not going to change too much. I'm telling you it's not going to change too much. Um, I wanted to get to this first, but, you know, comments and people wanted to talk about something else, so we did. Um I watched a lot of um, UCLA last – I say a lot. I didn't mean – I broke it down as much as I could. I just sat there and watched. I was watching the, – the NBA Finals was on the TV, but I'm sitting there watching UCLA. Guys, I think that there's a, a very good chance. And when I say blowout, I'm not talking about 60, 70, 80 points kind of blowout. I'm talking about 20, 25, maybe even 30 if the cards align correctly – for LSU in this UCLA game. I mentioned this last night. I'm going to mention it again today. UCLA does have talent on the outside on offense. They do have some talent defensively on the outside at corner, do have some good guys, some guys at safety that can play. And all the videos that I watched, especially the Oklahoma one uh, from a couple of seasons ago, um, and I kind of just was watching that with Jalen Hurts. I just kind of threw that one in there. It wasn't last season. I, I focused more on last season. I I fully expect on both sides of scrimmage, LSU is going to be able to dominate. UCLA does not have the horses nor the individuals that's going to be able to push LSU around up front. I do think LSU is better on the at. I, I don't know of a position that UCLA is better than LSU. I kind of I, maybe maybe tight end ish, maybe tight end. That's it. The more and more I looked at watch UCLA last night, the more and more I came to the just thought process of man, are we about to go to the Rose Bowl and blow these some bitches out? Because the guys go watch them up front, offensively and defensively. They're not gonna get. They're not getting any better. The way that they got pushed around, they got an offensive lineman that's just they're trying to do some zone-blocking schemes. He can't get off the ball fast enough. he The D lineman's getting penetration, getting into the backfield, and they have no idea what to do. Zero idea what to do. I think LSU's about to go to the Rose Bowl and put the smacketh down on that candy ass, and here's the crazy thing. I think LSU knows that they're about to also. I talked to a player today. Um, I asked him if he went home during the break, and he told me, no, I don't have time to go home. We've we got to win. Again, hungry. I, I fully can see LSU going out west and, and laying the smack it down. And I don't think LSU is going to get the recognition that they deserve. Um, I'm getting something. Hold on. Um, If... I'm trying I'm trying to get something about I think LSU might be rounding out their staff. Hold on. Um I wouldn't throw Chad Kaye off the table. We'll continue. Uh coming on the staff. Um I don't throw out Chad Kaye just yet. Um <clears throat> Anyway, see see what happens. See how shit flips on a dime. See how shit flips on a dime. <laughs> All right now. Nah. Okay, get that some get Chad kaya in in there with uh, Dan Fitzgerald. It's freaking over. You hear me? Um. So I do fully believe that LSU is going to go out there. I think that there guys again. I think that Ed's going to have a bounce back year. Here's gonna come the rant. I'm gonna to get to the rest of the comments here, and then I, we'll we'll just chit chat me and you on the, on this fine Wednesday. Um, I don't understand for the freaking life of me. I'm gonna be labeled as an Ed Ors, Ron Homer. I get it. I like I get it, and I can't emphasize enough. If LSU struggles on the field and have continues to have things off the field, that we need to take a look at Ed. I'm not. I'm not. The Homerish as some people have labeled me. Here comes the Rufino rant though. I don't for the life of me understand why they flip the media's flipped on them. Is it because you can't he can't come on your show? It's because you made fun of him, the way that he talks, the way that he does things. That you just want to make fun of him and say, oh, well, you know what? You know, there's pictures of Ed ors run on the beach with a new girlfriend. It's, a, you know, he's with a new flavor of the month, and he's with new this, and he's with new that. It does not give two shits who the man is dating. He is single. There is a lot of you, myself included, who wanted Tony Vitello as the next head coach of LSU baseball. Glad we got Jay Johnson. I was on a Tony Vitello train. I'll admit it. I'll completely admit it. That man's single and would have gone on dates. Would have hopefully one day getting, gotten married. What Ed Orzron does on his own god dang time is his freaking business. And you shouldn't say fire Ed Orsron because he's out with a woman that looks better than yours. Are you mad about that, bro? She looks better than your old lady who don't have no teeth, who's got the ditcher plan. Who had it good on her state insurance because she needed the ditchers. Guys, national titles are freaking hard and they're harder to win. He starts doing shitty on this he starts doing shitty on the field. I understand it. Guys, we're only 2 years out from winning a freaking Natty. And I believe that this team is going to be 10-2, 9-3 at bare minimum. That man goes 5-5? Five and five? Yeah, sure, we'll, get, we'll have the discussion. He does that two seasons in a row? That's fine. He hasn't done that yet. Everybody from the state of Louisiana, every single human being from the state of Louisiana that's on this show listening to this podcast right now, There are individuals that cover your team that don't like people from their own fucking state. Yes, I said it. And it's it's a shame that we continue to have this narrative. If you don't understand the sport, if you don't understand football, I get it. Like, I get it. You don't know what to talk about. I get it. You never played high school before in your life or football in high school in your life. I understand it. Find something different. I'm done with it. The days of fire so and so are over. The man won a national title, and you want him out because your old lady is not finer than his. That's the bottom line. You want to know the deep down truth of why they want Ed Orsran fired? It is because of that. They think that Ed Orsron should not have the things that he has because they don't have it. You got a thirty thousand dollar a year job. You don't write that well. Sorry, your life sucks. That man makes millions. He doesn't need an answer to your ass. You win a national title, you win a Nobel Peace Prize or whatever the hell you get in journalism school, and then you come talk to somebody. Until that day happens, zip it. Until shit goes down on the field, zip it. I'm done with it. Chili Vixens is one ninety (sighs) nine. On YouTube, how do you feel about this new baseball hire from DBU? I like it. I like it a lot. I like Dan Fitzgerald. I think he's going to come in here and recruit. Uh, Jack Davis says, I want to see Ty Davis-Price go off this season. He's trimmed down, man. Um, when I posted the picture at LSU a couple of days ago, um, he was out and about, and he looked slimmer. Look looked really good, man. Really good. Um, I'm missing somebody just sent us nine ninety nine in this thing. Mark sends us nine ninety nine via YouTube Super Chat. Mark, thank you, man. Uh, thank you very much. Cody McGee, uh, one of my uh, old high school buddies, says, I'm reading an article today written by Phil Steele. I had LSU ranked number at 17. That's Rudy Poo. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, these national individuals are not going to give Ed Ors, Ryan and LSU their due. If you want to talk about football, I'm cool with that. Actually, I'm cool if, if Phil still believes it after what the stuff people are doing inside the Baton Rouge are doing. I'm kind of okay with it. Put them at 17; they'll be up there soon because they're going to blow out UCLA. I have that feel I, like I have a gut feeling, especially up front. Guys, LSU is going to dominate UCLA up front. It's going to happen. Especially on that D that D line, UCLA, UCLA's O line guys they they struggled at tackle, they struggled at center, they struggled at guard. I mean, they got some injuries. They don't have a lot of depth. Chad Kelly has I mean, uh, Chip Kelly has been known to be able to recruit guys from the outside, good quarterbacks that can run his system. He's never been good at recruiting great O line or D line help. That's gonna be that's gonna be his biggest issue especially going against the SEC team in LSU. He's got the experience of playing LSU before. He also got patty smacked. Uh, Paul says, huge huge difference UCLA will see is a legit SEC defensive line with LSU. It's going to be overwhelming, especially if we get elite edge rush. I agree with that. I, like, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I can see LSU beating them 17, 24, 31. I could see it getting there is going to have to make some serious mistakes to keep that game close. UCLA, just across the board, does not have the talent. I don't care what quarterback you start, honestly. Miles, if he doesn't get hurt, if he doesn't break a peaky toe or whatever, he can go out there and start slinging that thing. They, I was really surprised that UCLA didn't have the horses on both lines of scrimmage. Like I kind of, I anticipated maybe he could, he, you know, he could get some good linemen there, guys. I mean, look, unless these guys improve, which they can now, (laughs) the film that I saw did gave me no satisfaction whatsoever that they can do anything on both lines of scrimmage. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kenny says getting Kaye would be great. Yeah, I don't think he's out yet. At least that's what a text said. And I trust that person with my heart, like, dearly uh, on that. Uh, Brandon Reese says people just wanted to see Coach O fail from day one. Yeah, I, 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 look, I get it, okay? Uh, guys, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, there are things that I've talked to people about and heard. And the things that happen off the field, there's a narrative around O. There's a narrative around Orgeron. And they don't like it. Look, he's, got, he's been on dates and dated women that look better than someone without, you know, some of these other Rudy Poos. They ain't finer than this one. Tell you that shit right now. <laughs> Gonna tell you that right now. I hope my wife watches this show. She never watches. She never watches. <laughs> Hell, I don't watch myself. She don't watch. Ryan Tibbetter says no teeth. It's true. They ain't got no teeth. I ain't got no teeth. Zero. Uh, Bayou Bengals on YouTube says, turn it up. (laughs) Spec man. Sorry, didn't, um, hit you back, man. Just been busy. Uh, bottom line. And Blake says, so, I mean, they're telling me this. Like, I want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Talk to me about on the field. If you got some off the field stuff again, you better come with it guys. Like you better come with it. This man goes 9 and 3, 10 and 2, and you got a lot of players coming back. Come on now. Come on now. And this team is going to find themselves in my opinion, sorry, in a national spotlight where other people's other people don't have them there. Now Josh Pate at 247, we've had discussions. I called him out. We talked about it. He does a show and says LSU's his look, he, he thinks that they could sneak up and beat some people. I agree with him. But that's how that conversation is going to go. When we talk, you know, and again, this is through DMs or whatever because I called him out. When we talk, he goes and looks at the film and he goes, you know what, man, you're right. Uh, Juice Washington says, we cry and beg for a Louisiana coach and finally get one, and Louisiana media shoots on O, shaking my head. Yeah, they shoot on him a lot. Paul Bat sends us $14.99 through the super chat. My guy. I appreciate that, Paul. Uh, Travis LeBlanc says that's called jealousy hoss. That is what it's called. Uh, Tony Tubent says Rafino rant brought to you by Rolades. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we need to get a sponsor for Rafino's rants. Maybe we need to get a, uh, a a sponsor, official sponsor, like these good these good ones here, like Drake Williams Law Firm, G, uh, GMFS John Patton. You know, like if you want to um, save money on your mortgage, you can go to John Patton today. Buying a new home, saving a mortgage, cash out a refi. The timing's never been better. GMFS changing lives. Uh, Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape 2259377220 Drake Williams Law Firm drakewilliamslawfirm.com 9853867600 You know like that's what we need <laughs> That's the kind of sponsors we need for Rafino's rant Um Josh says LOL thump your Bible, say your prayers because Blake said so I don't know about that but I know that it, it is what it is man I mean, look, a picture leaks of Ed on the beach with a new girlfriend. Not the one that he, w- you know, the girl from Hammond. Not that one. Not the one with the photo was leaked and he's in bed, you know. or I don't know where he is. We're not even going to assume where he was. Even though we think and we know where he was, I'm not going to even assume where he was. He has a new girlfriend. They've been steady for a while. The photo leaks And people say, oh, it's Ed Elrond's new flavor of the month. What does it give a shit to you? Like, what does it matter? Especially when some of these individuals I know for a fact are running around on their women. Didn't think I would go there, did you? See, it's funny. Like, it's funny when, like, for example, you can attack a coach. You can attack a player. You can attack so and so. But is there any anybody out that coach can't fire back because what the media will do is they'll say, look at how bad Ed Orzron looked today. He fired back at a reporter. Look what they even look what they did to Saban when he fired off of Maria Taylor. They they popped Nick Saban for three straight days and that man apologized. It had nothing to do with Maria Taylor. Absolutely nothing. You knew what Sabin was doing, but they hammered him and hammered him and hammered him. He had booster on top of booster on top of booster. Now what happens when someone with a platform comes after your ass because you're out there at the bar drinking with somebody else's wife? I mean, Paul Batts, I really appreciate you sending the $14.99, my man. I appreciate that. (laughs) Juice Washington says, man, I love Blake. I mean, look, man, I'm just going to call a spade a spade, bro. (laughs) Call a spade a spade. They don't like when I do this kind of stuff. (laughs) You better not be sleeping with another man's wife and say Ed orzron has got a new flavor of the month. I'm not talking about anybody specific. Blake says uh, on Facebook, Rafino's ranch needs to get in on the NIL. Look, I'm going to tell you this. I, I, I'll say this here. Um, we are working on some stuff. I'm not going to go out there and promote it. Um, we're working on some stuff for some guys. Guys, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of compliance behind name, image, and likeness. We're work. Trust me, we're working on stuff. I mean, <laughs> you think I ain't working on? Come on, man. You know we gonna hustle. Come on, man. Uh, Tracy says people wanted Miles fired after winning in Natty. Also, people love uh, to key on negatives always. Shane says you better hope your wife's not listening. I love this beautiful woman right here. Look, if you think my wife can't hear me right now. <laughs> saying i'm sorry to tell you my wife can, uh uh my wife can hear me let's what this is what's gonna happen i'm gonna walk out of here my wife's gonna say who's sleeping with whose wife i guarantee you that's gonna happen i know it's gonna happen <laughs> oh shit justin says blake had a nightmare oh went to miami and brought them back shit scared me man Look, you don't know how good you got stuff until it's gone. I think this team's going to be good. I think this team's going to be really good. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how they do stuff. So, looking at... If you get to UCLA, you blow them out, you're going to have a lot of wins. There are some trap games in there, you want to call it. Kentucky, I think, is one of them. Ole Miss. Guys, again, Ole Miss scares the bejesus out of me. You know, like... I remember going on a show and talking about in 2019 about how Auburn scared me more than Alabama did. I got ripped to shreds in 2019 when I said Auburn scared me more than Alabama did, uh, and it was because of what what Alabama uh, uh, proposed and had on the D-line with guys like Derrick Brown. Scared the bejesus out of me. I'm going to flip that, On the offensive side of the the football with Ole Miss, I don't think they got the players that Auburn did in 2019. Actually, I know that they don't, but Matt Corral coming back, Lane Kiffin. Guys, example, remember when we were going through the defensive uh, uh, coordinator search and Pete Golding's name started coming up and Alabama fans, all Pete Golding sucks, of course LSU would hire him. He gives up – that defense gives up 19 points a game. Nick Saban comes to the forefront of Pete Golding. He talked – you know, they talked about Ole Miss and they talked about this – they had the calls. No, they didn't. He knew how to beat Pete Golding. He knew how to beat – and here's the scary thing about Lane. Lane knew how to beat Nick Saban. The man that had spent time with the devil knew how to beat the devil. He just didn't have the instruments and tools to be able to go over the top. Now that that man gets some recruiting classes in, I'm telling you, for me, personally, I th- they scare me more than others. They scare me more than a and I'll tell you that right now. I don't give two Rudy Poos if Matt Corral throws 77 interceptions. that They still let that man fire that sucker. Henry says the pivot to the sponsors was smooth on all oh, and on slick. I appreciate that. When you've done 281 uh live shows like we've done, you get pretty <laughs> it they come natural to you, man. I'm telling you. I feel like I look, I'm going to share some some something with you. I don't really talk about personal stuff. Um I went back a while back and listened to my first ever episode. God bless it i would like get i was bad bad i was like oh my god what are you doing i knew what i was trying to say i couldn't spit it out so so nervous that people wouldn't like it i guess i'm like why do why do um like why do i care and then it it took about 50 episodes to get back in i'm like what why am i trying to just be yourself like, be yourself. It doesn't matter. Then we took off, baby. Uh, Ryan Tibber says, hashtag Rudy Pooh sponsored by Xlax. Mm, okay. I'll reach out to him. Paul Betts says, Scooter Hives and Glenn Gilboa only wish they can pull like Eddie O. It's jealousy. Travis says, pure jealousy. Man, I'm telling you, man. Listen, I'm just telling you it's jealousy. I'm not, do you think that I fully make all of this up? Do you think that I sit there at night and say to myself, how am I going to make something up today? Guys, I talk a lot on here, but I ain't that smart now. I know football. I know my, I, you know, I know, I know how to cook a little bit. I know how to make some lemon peppers. I know how to barbecue a little bit. I know how to make some good gumbo. Don't put raisins in your potato salad, you nasty individuals. Stupid son of a guns. Put potato – people put raisins in their potato salad, y'all. Raisins. (laughs) Raisins in a potato salad. I know football. I know cooking. I know drinking. That's my specialty. I know baseball, too. I mean, look, uh, I grew up with a coach who'd been – a guy who'd been coaching baseball for over 35 years now. Basketball, I can struggle with a little bit. I'm like, buck that bitch. <laughs> when it comes to being, you know, I'm just, look, I'm just telling you. Tiki Taco says, if Paul keeps dropping the big bucks, we'll have Jay Ward brought to you by AYS soon enough. I'm going to reach out. Uh, y- yeah, I like me some Jay Ward, man. I like me some Jay Ward, bro. I like the, I like him as a player. Like I like him a whole lot. Man, I'm gonna tell you I'm a I am i am gonna post that video again. I like Jay Ward, man. I think I think the kid's gonna be a second round pick. I think that he can work him his way up to a first round pick. I think the kid's gonna be a second round pick. I think he's gonna shock the world. I think you're gonna say, I think we're gonna sit up at the end of the season. And and look, I could be wrong with this, but I think we're gonna sit up at the end of the season and say, Bro, did you see Jay Ward? Uh, John says Orzron don't give a crap about what the media says. No, he doesn't. But that shit affects your team. Like that shit affects your team. And I I, I was going to talk about the mental health and stuff of this. And look, I, I struggle with it, guys. I'm going to be honest. We can make fun of mental illness. We can make fun of mental health, guys. When I tore my ACL the first time and rehabbing, I was like an animal at Southeastern, an animal trying to come back. Like I'll show you the scar. I'll show you the pins. An animal, a freak of nature trying to get back. Now I wasn't as good as Adrian Peterson or, or or Tiger Woods. Shout out to guys that have torn their left ACL. We're brothers. I wasn't like I wasn't that athletic. I wasn't that good. Was a freak of nature of getting back on that field though. The second time that I had the partial tear that I think actually hurt me worse than the actual tear itself the first time, guys, I got into a deep depression state. Like a deep depression state. When you had so I, in this comment, I say this to say I've struggled with it. I've talked to people. There's nothing. What are you, you going to make fun of me for talking to somebody because the the dream that I had came to an end? Like you're going to get you're going to say that Blake, you're less of a. You could call me less of a man. I don't care. I had to talk to somebody because of my. Dep- I was depressed about about that. It brought me down a a, a, a spiraling hole. I say this in this comment to say about what John says. The team hears it. The team hears it. Trust me, the team hears it. Because the reason the top – let me just throw this out there. The reason the topic I brought it up today was is I got, I got a guy inside my DMs and then another one of them texted me saying, Blake, what's this about Orgeron and people making fun of him getting a new lady? Think that that shit don't go out there, man. I'm telling you they listen to it. I'm Block out the noise, all that BS. If you think that's really true, during the season it can be. They don't have the time. When these kids are on holiday break and they're at home and they got nothing to do, and you sit here and, and they start listening to it, they're going to start asking questions. It can affect it. Negative Negativity around your program, surrounding your program, can affect your season. We have to start being realistic as a, as to exactly what's going on. going to say this. I didn't even know we were at 53 minutes. No clue. It's because of this chair. You know, before I got the new chair, um, let's just call it the new, Blake's new chair, the new chair. Before I got the new chair, about 45 minutes, my back was on fire. I knew it was time to get up. I knew the show. I, I, guys, I could tell you we were at 45 minutes and 23 seconds. in pain woo wee uh stefan's got a good one he says ruffino's ranch brought to you by paul wall's diamond grills i'd wear me a grill tell him make me a grill tell him tell him what's up (laughs) amanda uh amanda on facebook live part of hashtag tiger nation says ruffino's rants on point i appreciate that ryan Thibodeau with another uh uh two dollars sin Appreciate that, guys. Um, Landon said, Benoit says, raisins and potato salad is like putting tomatoes in gumbo. I agree with that statement. I think that's a great comparison. Kirk Paul says, my gumbo is better than yours, Blake. Gumbo cook-off, Kirk. This man, what you, ain't you from Nebraska? You gonna talk to me about making gumbo? Not right now, pal. couple more we'll get out of here guys we got people out here putting let me go back to this comment who said it? um somebody said it um somebody said something about um i can't see oh there it is landon talked about raisins and potatoes. guys we got people out here putting raisins in raisins and potato salad how white you gotta be to put raisins and potato salad I knew I was marrying my wife when she made potato salad and she ain't put raisins in that thing. There's a lot more reasons. Baby, I love you. One of them, she ain't put raisins in a potato salad. i tell you that right now. Uh, Mark Rich says, dude, I like your show. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to read this comment. Uh, y'all can see this one. And John says, good response to that. Uh Kurt says, "You know I'm from Louisiana. Just live in Nebraska. Don't slander me like that. <laughs> you know you don't put no seasoning in your gumbo. You're from Nebraska. They got corn and tornadoes and white people." Ah, <laughs> uh, Kurt, I'm just messing with you. A couple more. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here before eight. Um. My good friend Mike, uh, Mike Scarborough and Buddy Sanji doing the show tonight. Go check them out. Uh, Paul Bat says, I love Ed Ingram wanting to come back to become an all-American, selfless tiger in my opinion, and a solid leader on the O line. Yeah, I, I think that um, I think what was it like six or six or eight months ago, somebody asked um Ed Ingram. About some, and he talked about his goals, like wanting to be an All American, wanting to be a high draft pick. Um, something like eight, eight, nine, eight, nine months ago, I think it was like, well, no, because we're in no, maybe seven months ago. It was around January, and he talked about. Uh, and he, they asked him. He goes, yeah, I might come back, but you know, here's some of the things I would want to accomplish." Um, I got to, you know, we we my, my goal is, and look, I want to bring some offensive linemen to AYS. I mean, we got to. Let me tell you this. Um, no, nah, I'm going to leave that one alone. I know what's going to happen when I say that. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, nothing bad. Just I was about to talk about Southeastern and the Rudy Poo shit that they told me today. Guys, they're not even holding shit at Southeastern for nil. Blake, talk about Southeastern. They don't give a shit about the players, man. The coaches do. Coaches do. Some of the – the AD does. But some of the staff could give two, two shits. Last one. Peyton McNeese says, Blake, you do potato salad or crackers with gumbo. See nobody. See, this is what my wife put me on the potato salad in the gumbo. I never did that before. I always just used the rice. She brought her family brought me in on that potato salad in the gumbo thing. That shit good, man. Shit good, guys. We will see you tomorrow. Jared Joseph from BR Proud News, my good friend, um, is going to be joining us tomorrow. I think it's going to be electric. It's going to be electric. Jared Joseph is going to bring it, man. Um, So stay tuned for tomorrow for that. I'm looking forward to having them. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Let's go watch. Is the NBA Finals on tonight? Can't remember. Regardless, we're going to go watch something. Have a good night, guys. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.